What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Adam Gusky. This is another episode of the Matt Awareness Podcast. Um, if this is your first time watching it, skip the next 15 seconds. Otherwise, before it starts, please make sure you've subscribed, left a rating and review for the podcast. It would be much appreciated. Anyways, let's get it rolling. All right, I'm here with Kyle Connell. How are you doing today, man? Good, how are you? Pretty good. Um, what have you been up to since the quarantine started? Uh, basically looking for a job right now and yeah. um, playing video games. And I've been working on my own. I do a little bit of uh, game, like game programming and stuff. So I've been working on that lately. But basically just trying to keep myself busy right now as I'm basically staying home all the time. <laughs> Is that like freelancing game? programming or just like on your own for fun uh just on my own for fun like eventually i want to be able to like release something so i started working on a project a few weeks ago and i really got into it this week um so hopefully i'll have something like playable here in the next few weeks okay and i would like to i'd like to release something by the end of the year um but it's for me it's pretty much just a hobby at the at the moment okay so i'm a lot of the listeners probably won't care as much, but I I just graduated like this week in computer science, so like I care about it more, I guess. But yeah, I was um, like computer science undergrad. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, what kind of like technologies do you use? Um, for my game programming, I've used uh, pretty much C Sharp and Unity. You've probably heard of Unity if you were like yeah. computer science. I tried it's messing like, around with it, and yeah. it's 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 kind of hard, but it's like pretty fun. If you find the right resources, it's like things get a lot easier. But um, in school, I worked with C plus plus. Um, that was basically what we learned programming with, and then I've messed around with like Python, like html with like you know javascript like making websites and stuff like that um but mostly it's pretty much been like my game programming that i've i've done that before I, i've done that since like my freshman year of college and i wasn't computer science when i first started so i started it before i switched majors uh that year so i've been Same. pretty interested in it since i was a kid <laughs> nice um okay before we get into the wrestling do you think like wrestling just kind of coincides with programming what do you mean like do you think you can kind of use like the skills you develop from wrestling like in programming i think you i think you can use like the skills you develop wrestling pretty much anywhere just because in in, well programming i i see what you're saying now i I never really looked at it like that but like when you run into a problem in programming it's just like you can either give up or you you can like yeah be relentless and find an find an answer because sometimes it's just like you have an issue and, and it's like you're the only per- it feels like you're the only person in the world who's had it <laughs> and you just kind of figure it out yourself or sometimes you have an issue and you just got to go digging and you just got to keep or just keep working with things to you to figure out an answer yeah okay good stuff um so yeah now we can get to the wrestling stuff but i guess just <laughs> tell me how did you initially get into wrestling um so initially um i have I'm the youngest of five, but um, my brother, who's a he's about a year older than me, we're real close. And my other siblings are a little bit or just significantly older than me. Um, so my brother's a year year above me in school, and when he was in seventh grade, he started wrestling, 
and I was in sixth grade, so I'd go to the matches and I played, I, the only sport I ever played was football before that. And like, I played some t-ball, but like a year, um, but going to the matches, I was like, man, I could do that. I could, I could beat these guys. I would, I'd whoop these guys. And then the next year I was in seventh grade. So I decided to wrestle because my brother was still wrestling and I wanted to wrestle. And, um, one, I didn't even like start in two, I wrestled all exhibition matches and I lost every single one of them that year. So that was not a, that was not a very fun year, but, um, I made a deal with my mom the next year. I wasn't going to go back. I did not want to go back. Um, and I made a deal with my mom and she said, do it this year, finish the year. And if you don't like it after this year, you can be done. But if you like it, keep going, whatever. So I'm like, all right. So then, um, one, (laughs) I had a, I had a, I don't like to say it, but I had a better coach that year. He actually wrestled before, unlike my, the coach I had the oh, year before, who had wow. never wrestled. And um, I did a lot significantly better. Um, I barely lost the match that year and placed, placed fourth at like the junior high state tournament. So wow. it was like a big, it was a big turnaround. And it was because I learned some wrestling. Um, and then uh, it's the next, next few years, um, I was in high school. So, um, my freshman sophomore year, I didn't do so great. Um, I was more focused on football. I was going to make it to okay. the NFL, you know, be running back, all that. Um, but I didn't. And so my freshman year of high school, we, in Ohio, we do we do we have sectionals, districts, and the state tournament. Um, I I was an alternate for districts my freshman year, so I didn't make it to the next step. And then sophomore year, I was a match away from state tournament. And I lost in overtime to go to the state tournament. And I just felt like it was like one of the worst losses I've ever had in my life. And I felt like complete garbage after. And I was just like, I'm just like, I just put it on me. I was like, I'm not doing enough. Like I'm not working hard enough. And then the next year, um, I didn't play football and I just focused on wrestling. And I went from not even making the state tournament and to getting second at state tournament. And we were, division one my high school i think wrestling was like is probably right now the only sport they're division one in um which is like big division in ohio um so i ended up getting second in state tournament i lost to someone who ended up becoming the two-time or two-time state champ so i lost to two-time state champ in the finals um and then my senior year i won the state tournament i went undefeated um and then i got to kent state um sorry that's a big explanation basically um, oh that was awesome but, yeah, that's basically my my high school background in terms of wrestling. So, like, when you you said you were you lost in overtime to qualify, and then you took second at state. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what did you do over that summer? <laughs> um, so that was the summer. That summer, I went to my very first wrestling camp. I had never been to a camp before. Um, and then I wrestled in the summer. I did some, I wrestled some tournaments, did like wrestled some matches. I didn't do a crazy amount in the summer. And then my, like before the school year started, um, I was, or not school year, before the season started, I think I was like, I was wrestling 195 in high school that year. I was 189 my freshman year. Um, and then 195, because then they changed the weight classes. I was 195 the next three years. But that year, I think I stepped on the scale at like 225 before the school year or for the season started or 220 okay. or whatever. Some, it was above 220. And so 
I was like, all right, I got to lose some weight. So I started, I was like running every day, um, doing, doing like, I'd do like a couple hundred push-ups, a couple hundred sit-ups. Like I'd run up and down, I'd work out at home, run up and down my stairs, run around the block, basically anything I could do extra. My coach, my coach, my high school coach, coach told me like, I essentially need to, he was like, <laughs> it was like one of those old fashioned tricks. He's like, just break a sweat before you go to bed. So I, I, I would go to practice. Um, cause we had preseason workouts, go to preseason workouts, stay after workout. Um, then go home, work out before bed. Um, and then I would also start, I started going to the gym, working out there. And then, um, we were wrestling every, every day. So I was wrestling every day. Um, there was uh open mats on Sundays. I can't remember when they started during the school year, but there were open mats on Sundays at Cleveland state. Um, and Eric Burnett would run those. So I'd go there and get some really good partners. Um, basically every day, every day I was doing something and it just became like, I learned how to grind that year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first year I had to grind and, and work really hard. Um, I made myself do that. My coach made me do that. Um, and I guess, I guess I, learn some work ethic and a little bit of toughness that year. Um, and that made me, that, that made the jump. I was in way better shape the next year. Um, way stronger, way faster. Um, and I learned a shot. <laughs> so like my freshman, my freshman sophomore year, I didn't know how to shoot. Um, I would just do slide buys. I just do like throw buys, throwovers, whatever you call them. Um, we called them slide buys. I would do those. That's it. And all my matches were, three, one, three, two, four, three matches like that. One point <laughs> matches. And then the next year I, I learned how to hit a single leg. I learned how to hit a single leg. I would um, basically just worked on like 90% of the kids I wrestled in high school. I would like tap their head, one hand, tap their head, the other hand, then club them, get an underhook and then shoot a single. <laughs> that was basically what I did all year. And it nice. turned from being like a bunch of one point matches to like teching, pinning, you know, winning, winning majoring people. Um, so just learning some offense and like getting stronger, getting in better shape. That's basically all I did. And it like made the difference for that. I like the, um, that's awesome. But I do like the thing your coach told you, like break a sweat before you go to bed. That's a good rule of thumb to just like get better every day and stay focused and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's just something small, but once you start, like, once you start going, like you start sweating, you're like, all right, I'm going to get something out of this, you know? So then yeah. you actually do something. But if you tell yourself you're going to do something small, you do something small, you go a little bit further, you go a little bit further. And that's basically what I did. Um, that helps a ton. But like, if like some people are like, you set a goal and you're like, all right, I'm going to do 500 push ups tonight. It's like, you start waiting around, you're like, ah, <laughs> no. Yeah. But if you're like, all right, I'm going to do, I'm going to do 50 push ups tonight, 50 turns into 100, 100 might turn into 150, 150 turns into, two, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's basically how I, I would do it. But, um, yeah, that that was one thing that made made all the difference was just setting setting a small goal that I need to do this every night and I did it. Yeah, definitely. And then, so were you recruited by Penn State like right away? Uh, no, I wasn't. Or sorry, uh, not Penn State, Kent State. Oh no, actually no, I was not recruited right away. Um, what happened was my my teammate from high school. Uh, he was a heavyweight. He was a senior when I was a junior. So he was being recruited that year. And I got brought up on the visit just to basically, it was an unofficial to see the, to see the facilities and stuff. 
And uh, the coach looks at me. He was like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk this time next year. And I'm like, okay. Um, Cause this was right after the state tournament after I got second. Mm-hmm. And then I went to flow nationals and I got fourth at flow nationals. And then they're like, Hey, <laughs> how would you come in for a visit? So they came yeah. in for a visit. Um, and then I basically, that's when I started getting offers. Actually, I didn't get many offers after I got second in the state, probably because, I mean, you look at, look at it. Like I didn't make it to the state tournament the year before I was in 195, arguably a weaker weight class. Um, so <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get a crazy amount of looks, but once I proved myself on like in a national tournament, um, then it made a little bit of a difference. So, yeah, man, I'm sick of the lower weights talking crap about 195, <laughs> yeah. but it is true. <laughs> They're all mostly like football players and stuff, but anyways, yeah, you, yeah, you lose a lot of those guys to football, to football too, when they get to college. So, yeah. Um, so were you like a little bitter when he was, when the Kent state coach was like, let's talk next year or not really? Not, not really, because I was, I was like, oh sweet, I'll get to talk to him. Oh, next year. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, well, to give you a little background. I was from a school. I'm from a school where kids don't go D1. So, like a lot of, a lot of kids don't go D. Like I'm, I was, uh, so I'm the first state champ from my high school, and actually the only state champ still. Wow. Um, and there's 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 been other state champs in my town since then so i'm the first one in my actually actually town as well in any school we don't we used to have a few schools um and then uh two of them merged and became that's how we became a big school okay um but there were none then and then there was another a, a private school that restarted the wrestling program like i think it was the year after I graduated maybe or before that somewhere around then um they restarted their program and then they, they then some guys went there and they won some state titles there um but my school has not had one since then we actually had a chance this year um but with everything happening oh yeah it didn't happen because one of the one of the kids from that went to the private school they were division three he won two state titles there his freshman sophomore year and then um last year he transferred to my school he got hurt before uh sectionals and then this year <laughs> this year everything happened so the state tournament yeah. got canceled um Man, i think he was sucks. ranked second in the state yeah but he had a chance i mean he had a chance to win it but it's tough you know that would have been yeah. that would have been pretty cool to have another one um so what i was getting to was that um like it was a big deal to even be recruited by a school like that to even have the chance so I wasn't like feeling bitter at all. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fair. You're just like pumped about the opportunity. Yeah. Hey, I would be too. So yeah. (laughs) Anyways. Um, so then pretty much anyone that knows anything about wrestling knows you took third at the NCAA tournament in 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, do you, do you want to just talk a little bit about like your years before that at Kent state, like how those went? Um, so my years before that, my freshman year, um, my retro freshman year or retro, my retro year, which was my freshman year. Um, I did, I did pretty well in like, uh, like retro competitions, tournaments and stuff. I beat, I think I beat a couple of guys who were ranked in the country or one, um, I won, I won the Edinburgh open. That was pretty cool. I got a sword for that. Um, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and then um, my redshirt freshman year, um, 
I <clears throat> I had a few ranked wins. I was starting at 197. I had a few ranked wins. And then nationals, uh, I went two and two at nationals. Um, so I was, it was decent. I, lo- I lost to a guy that I had beat before to get, to get to the blood round. So um, it was a pretty tough tournament. Um, I was pretty happy with my result overall. It was one of the best freshman performances from like Kent State as from a Kent State guy. So it was pretty, pretty good freshman year. Things were looking up. Um, and then the next year, which was my uh, redshirt sophomore year, I had kind of a tough year. I was had some injuries and um, some some issues outside of, outside of wrestling, outside of uh, everything, and I didn't wrestle that year. So um, I made it. I made it through half the year and kind of walked away from wrestling. Um, just was not having fun with it. And then um, sometimes you need that though. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I walked away, and um, then I ended up coming back the the next year which was nat- the year I placed at nationals and it was a tough road coming back <laughs> um I got up to like I think I got up to like 250 255 around there um but I was walking by, by the time I started I was walking around at like 2 230 probably once I started like working out and wrestling again and I mean the weight came off pretty easy wrestling is one of the best ways to lose weight um Okay, one way that we can relate is that my so I was a fifth year this year and graduated, uh-huh. but um my freshman year I like wrestled for like a month, quit, got up to like two forty five, and then rejoined and then um wrestled at ninety seven. But Dang. okay, you can continue. yeah, <laughs> that reminds me. I also wrestled um my freshman year of college. The first half I wrestled like my very first year when I redshirted. I wrestled one eighty four the first half of the year which was not fun being a, <laughs> being a 195 through high school. I was 189 my freshman year of high school. Um, so that was the lightest I'd been since junior high. Um, Cause I had to yeah. cut to 189. Um, That's crazy. So I was like, I think I was 225 that summer, um, summer of uh, before that year. So I cut down from 225 to 184. But anyways, um, yeah, then my redshirt, what was redshirt junior year? That was when I placed that, um, placed third at, or yeah, third at nationals. Sorry, <laughs> um, and that was just that was basically just a life changing experience in itself. You know, <laughs> that's yeah, that's like the main reason I brought up just because I want to know like how did your life change after that weekend? Um, I guess I got to meet a lot of a lot of great people. I got to travel the country. Um, I got to have that opp- the opportunity at Penn State. Um, I mean, things just, it was just crazy. And it was just, a, it was just, um, that was something that was a goal for me from the moment I stepped on, on campus and realized that I could do that, um, to be an all American, that was a crazy goal for me. Um, and there was, I mean, there were many, many times where it, it just didn't seem like it was ever going to happen. And then it happened and it was just kind of testament to the, the, the people, my support system and, um the work i put in the work work my support system put in to help me get there you know um so it was just crazy feeling and it's still i mean it's over now um i gotta move on with my life but it just still doesn't sometimes it just doesn't even register with me that it actually happened you know it's just it did 
Um, but it's just, it's just crazy, you know? That's like, that's like a moment where I feel like a lot of wrestling fans like remember exactly where they were when it happened. <laughs> yeah i've had a lot of people a lot of people tell me and we back in, in my town we have a lot of like there's a lot of hardcore wrestling fans too so if they ever see me they're they're like oh my god i, I was i was here when you were like like that it's always i mean that's one thing when you have a when you have a good memory it's like you always remember where you were you know that's something yeah when you when you when there's a crazy memory or something that happens you always know where you were what you were doing who you were with like how you felt um and it's just that was one of those moments, you know. <laughs> Obviously, I remember where I was, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm telling you, I was like, I was on spring break in Destin, Florida, um, and one of my friends, it was a crazy trip. One of my friends like thought he had Crohn's disease. Anyways, um, all my friends were like freaking out, and I was like in the bathroom or something. I just like walked in. I was like, oh my goodness, like what is going on? But anyways, um, going forward from that, how did you end up talking to Penn State? Um, oh, once I got on the transfer portal, um, Coach Kale reached out to me. And it was like, I think it was after a few weeks I was on it. He reached out to me and we kind of got a visit set up and kind of just and really enjoyed it. Re really enjoyed it there. And I went on a few other visits and it was just kind of a, after that, it was just a no brainer. Um, yeah. So it, it was just, it was just kind of like, I went there and went on my other visits and I didn't take much time. Plus it was kind of, there was kind of a time crunch with making a decision just cause it was so, it was like April, I think. So, and, and like applications for grad schools were ending in April. So I had to make a, I had to make a, pretty quick decision and had to make a decision for myself and for my family too so um so like once that decision came out to the public like did you have what was it like just like dealing with all the hype of everyone talking about all this stuff um so like i don't generally i i guess i don't have an issue with with the hype as much as like i've had which is something i've learned to, to get used to is just like the hate you know yeah um people don't understand what situation you're in they don't they don't want to um but i think that i made the i think i made the best regardless of what ended up happening i ended up getting hurt again but um i think i made the best decision for myself and my fam for my family and um that's to me that's all that matters um it is it is hard when you have people um people saying all types of things about you but that's something that um i guess comes with it you know it's not something i was expecting but that's just something that comes with it so that's something that you gotta learn how to deal with otherwise you're gonna let it break you yeah like i'm sure there's like youth wrestling dads or something out there that are just like <laughs> see i i told you it wouldn't work out at penn state but like also just like as a human like putting yourself in a place like that, I imagine that you just grow so much in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, my, one of my main things when I was looking at schools was academics. Like I knew, like I knew, like I had a chance to get hurt again. Um, that's just like a labrum. Like I, I tore my labrum. That's just an injury that's hard to come back from. And some people like at, 
at Kent, I had a couple of teammates that tore their labrum, uh, their labrums multiple times. Um, and it's just something that's just, you never know how, like how well it's going to hold up. But I've always known that there's a life after wrestling. Um, <laughs> it's just something that you have to make, make sure you're prepared for. And I knew that at that point, it was my sixth year that I had way more life ahead of me than wrestling. So um, I made a decision for my family that I was going to make sure I paid attention to academics too. So I made sure I went to a school where I could get a degree. Penn State was pretty much the only school that I was looking at. I could get a degree in a year. Um, I have a business degree now too. I just graduated again. Um, happy for that. Um, but Congratulations. I made sure I go, thank you. Um, I made sure I could go somewhere where I could get, you know, get, get something academically out of it too, as well as with wrestling. And I think I've, I've gotten a ton out regardless. Um, so I'm pretty, pretty happy with my overall experience there. Um, what is coach Kale like as a person? <laughs> um, he's, <laughs> he's a character. Um, he's, he's definitely like, I just don't, I don't think that um, when you see him on on what TV or videos or whatever you see him coaching, it's just there's two different people. It's him in the room or him him out on the mat, and you wouldn't know <laughs> you wouldn't know they're the same person. Honestly, like he, he's just he's a funny guy and like he just kind of like he he's a leader. He commands the room, but at the same time, it's relaxed, it's fun. You know, um, he knows that he knows that a lead and. It's, I mean, it's been proven, so. <laughs> yeah, obviously. No, but um, one thing I wonder is, like, does he make you guys sign a contract before going there to uh, not talk about what you guys do during your practices? Because <laughs> no, nobody knows. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm not at liberty to discuss. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. No, oh, you're good. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, sorry. No, anyways, but yeah, because everyone just talks about like how his style of um, coaching and their practices are so much different than like the, I don't know, like usual practices you think of. Are like would yeah. you say they're a lot different? Yeah, they're 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 a lot different. I mean, I've I've experienced practices similar, but it's just something about it. Yeah, I don't think I, I mean in terms of like, like I mean you, you probably heard we play dodge we play dodgeball. Um, yeah, that's always something in the room, but yeah, I think, um, I think res for respect for the coaches and their, like their, I don't want to say brands, but like what they do and in, in their careers, I think guys keep it, you know, to whatever they personally want to release or they like, if they release like their own technique videos or whatever, I think we, they keep it to like, people don't like to, to get those things out, you know? Mm-hmm. Is there, like, when you walk in just for, like, a regular practice, is there, like, a certain energy just in the room all the time that makes it different? Yeah, or? yeah I think, I mean, I think, like, um, every room every room has an energy. Like, you go into a room, you can, I think within a few minutes, you can tell what type of energy it is in there. And um, I think it's a welcoming energy. Like, um, if you're if you're training over there you're or rtc you're training there you're visiting or something like that like you're gonna feel welcome you're gonna feel like relaxed you're gonna have fun um you're gonna meet new people people are very like very nice there and like i think just ha like happy valley in general um people are just i've experienced so many just like 
nice people there. It's just crazy. And, and, and that's in and out of the room, you know. Obviously, like when you're on a team, you're pretty good friends with everyone. But who are like your closest friends there? Um, I mean, I just, <laughs> I mean, I'm friends with pretty much everybody. I'm, yeah. uh, people, I mean, I'd say people who I've talked to the most, he's gone now, but, um, Teske, we were pretty, I mean, we've talked a lot. Um, I mean, I talked to, to Chenzo a lot. Um, Neville's Seth Neville's, um, me and him talk a lot, but I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm gonna say I'm like crazy close. I've only I was only there for like what eight months. It's kind of hard mm -hmm. to be like a sixth year guy when you're when you're new. Like at Kent, I was there for five five years. So I mean, I yeah. mean, some, you know, it's a lot more time to you know get get like get to know somebody. And plus, as a freshman, like you're generally in the dorms. So <laughs> there's a difference between knowing somebody and like living on your own. Um, yeah, and knowing somebody true. and having having to live with them. <laughs> and having to live with them every day and when i was at kent my freshman year we had all of the freshmen we were like is two per dorm we were like lined up like 10 of us and <laughs> that's that's when you really get to know somebody you know yeah i bet mean? that was a lot of fun yeah it, it I mean it was at times and sometimes it wasn't you know yeah like you become like you become brothers and you fight like brothers too so that's yeah. not fun <laughs> can only handle like so much of one person at one time <laughs> yeah but yeah um and then yeah i guess like so if i had to guess i would say chenzo but who is like the funniest guy on the team oh yeah i would say i would say chenzo he's really <laughs> okay funny. just just from his like interviews and like the stuff he's always posting seems like a like a character that doesn't take himself too seriously him him and uh him and shack shack me shack made me laugh what is that guy like? He's he's different. That's the only way I can show. He's different, but he's he's funny. He's a he's a really really good dude. He's a real good guy. That's awesome. Yeah, he's very he's very stylish on the gram. Yeah, he I, is. I respect that. Yeah. But um, yeah. So now that you're kind of done with school, um, and you're done wrestling, are you like planning to do anything like jujitsu, even like just for fun? Um, I would. <laughs> I would like to um i know i kind of like left it up in the air wrestling at that level just for me does not seem possible or smart mm -hmm. <laughs> um just because the second second surgery i had was much much more invasive than the than the first one and i still have to have another surgery um mm -hmm. on my knee i tore my meniscus too um Jeez. yeah so i'm still i mean with with the quarantine it was supposed to happen back in March. So I would have been, I mean, I would have been probably recovered by now. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's just a, it's, I don't think it has to be a complete repair. So, um, I've never had a knee surgery. So, um, but I've seen like where people get like their, like they just get something shaved off or like mm -hmm. they get something taken out with their meniscus and they're back on their feet within a few days. So yeah. I think that's what's, it needs to be happen or it needs to happen with me, but essentially we're just waiting for this to be over. Um, so I would like to do, like, I think, I think the best I could do is jujitsu, but even that, like, I don't know how well my shoulder would hold up. I did get, I did get, um, so I got a ladder J surgery. So essentially they like, they like, um, shaved off a bone in my shoulder okay. and then cause I had a, I had a bone chip. So when like it came out of socket, 
it like chip the bone. So then oh. they take they take the bone and they they put it on where the chip was and they screw it in. Um, mm. So essentially, that's supposed to like block it out so it can't like slip as easy. So that blocks it out, um, and hopefully it makes it easier. But I had the choice of like not getting surgery and basically not being able to do anything and like still still having the chance for my shoulder to slip like basically like reaching up on a shelf or I could get another arthroscopic which um is what I had last time which was essentially like not like make it less likely to slip but there's still like a decent chance um or this where it's the lowest chance for it to slip again um and I could possibly return but I just like I don't see wrestling at a high level in that just because I like the way I wrestle when I'm like at 100% is explosive um, and upper body. So it's, it's really hard to like get underhooks, which is this yeah. is my underhook arm, the one I, I hurt, <laughs> my underhook arm. Perfect. Um, it's really hard to do that when uh, you can't get your shoulder, you know, I'm going to have like permanent, like limited flexibility with this now just because of the bone. Um, but hope I would hope that I could do sport jujitsu, like just for fun. Uh, and I just, I don't know if competing at any, anything physical at a high level is just like going to be able to happen, which kind of yeah. crappy, but I mean, I guess that's life, you know? Um, you can focus so we'll, on like programming now though, at least. Yeah, exactly. So, so hopefully I'll be able to, um, <clears throat> focus on that more. Um, I have been lately, uh, just because I've been home. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then, yeah, like I figure with jujitsu, it's at least like, I know like practices are supposed to be less hard on your body compared to like a wrestling practice, but then mm -hmm. someone's also trying to like break your arm. So that could. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've done jujitsu. I've done jujitsu. Um, I started actually doing it after I started, I was recovering from the last surgery. Um, after I was actually cleared. Um, so I started jujitsu and it was like, it's super relaxed. Like, like if you wanted to do jujitsu every day of the week, like you'd have to be in some kind of shape, but if you want to do jujitsu every day of the week, if you mm -hmm. went to a certain gym, like some gyms go harder than other ones. Like it's all, it's all based on the gym. But if you go to like a, a gym where it's like, they're not going crazy hard, like you could do it. Like I could do it every day. Uh, I would, you just tell people like, Hey, like this shoulder, like I had surgery on it. And, people are pretty nice too. Like most people are pretty nice and they won't go for it. So, I mean, I could realistically do it, but I don't think that I could, um, unless they come out with bionic arms, I don't think I could, uh, <laughs> compete at a high level, um, without like being worried about, you know, mess, like tearing this up, up even yeah. more, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I know like you, kind of help raise your nephew and nieces and then like through school you also worked a bunch like how many hours a week did you work so um the so i start actually started working the year that i wasn't wrestling at kent um okay. it was in like march i started working and then the next year was i started working and wrestling with school um then i was working so like i was a part-time worker in the max you could work for my job. So the max you could work for as a Kent state employee was as a part-time worker was 28 hours a week. Um, but as a, as my particular job, I worked two jobs at Kent 
Um, and one was like a seasonal job. Uh, but I would work 20 hours a week for that job. Um, and I think it, I want to say it got bumped up the second, cause I worked there for two seasons. Like when I was there my senior year, when I got hurt the first time, um, I think it got bumped up like 22 hours. Maybe I was like budgeted to work or something like that. Um, but I don't quite remember. Um, and then I worked like a, I was like a baseball field worker at their like field. So like essentially we'd host high school baseball games and I would like, basically uh take care of the mound after games it's like rebuild the mound um it's they they weren't digging in like crazy but i'd redo the mound and just like make sure people weren't bringing in any like prohibited items and like basically keeping the place clean so it was it was a pretty simple job but i would max out my 28 hours with that in this like spring and summer when like games were going but okay. so i did that with a full schedule of classes and and wrestling yeah like how the question is just like, how did you do all that stuff and like balance it and not like, yeah. Um, so I was pretty lucky with my job actually. So I was tech support. So my job was, um, and I wasn't like, I wasn't the student tech support. So we had, um, tech help, which was like the Kent state student support. Um, and basically anybody. So we, they, they would work on like your laptops, your phones, uh, whatever. Um, I was faculty and staff support for a certain building. So I worked in, it was like the languages building. So um, basically people were teaching other languages or like, or like college writing or like ESL, stuff like that. Um, I worked in that building and I would only work on university owned stuff. So anything that was in the building or owned by the university that like, faculty was given or bought so like faculty could buy computers um like laptops like macbooks you know mm -hmm. windows pcs um they could buy those computers and so like i would basically do maintenance on them i do maintenance on the co computers in the building and stuff but when i wasn't working when like let's say it was a, a day there have been some days where i only answer like like two three calls or something like that so like yeah. the rest of the time i'm working i'm just waiting just in case something happens um, because like if something happens and like, somebody's trying to teach a class projector goes out or like there's audio issues or something like that, they're trying to give a presentation. Um, then I'd come fix it while it's happening. Um, but if nothing's happening, then I could do homework essentially. So like I was kind of lucky, um, that in my free time when I was working, I could work on my schoolwork. Um, but as aside from like that, like being home was pretty, I was just pretty, pretty much home to go to sleep. <laughs> so like yeah. I'd wake up. Um, like 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m., and then go to, like, lifting. Um, some days, um, lifting, I would go at, like, I think we had, like, a 5.45 lift or something like that I would go. Um, so I go to lifting. Then I go to work for a little bit. Then I go to class. Then I go back to work because it's, it's, on, it's on campus. So I, and mm -hmm. I'd say where I worked was probably about a five-minute walk from where I practiced, and which was like about a five minute walk to class. So it'd take me mostly like 10 minutes to get from like work to class. Um, yeah. Because like at that point I was already in, like I was already deep into my major. So I was taking all major classes. So like all of them were in the same general area. Um, yeah. So then I would go back to, I'd go back to work to, to practice, to class, to work till like eight, eight till like I think eight thirty, my shift would end. And then I go home. 
So there's not a lot of time to sit on the couch and play video games. No, just on the weekends. But um, when I was yeah. so like, we'd have like a weekend practice and like weekends were good. But during the week, it was just like, go, 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 go. Um, it wasn't that bad once I got into like a groove. Um, just because the way it happened was I was working and doing classes and then I added wrestling to it. So it wasn't like it was all at once, like work mm -hmm. class wrestling. It was like work class. I did that for like few months and then i started wrestling again then it was work class wrestling so then i added that to it uh, but wrestling is different because sometimes like with scheduling with practice and stuff something things change um plus we have meets we have travel days stuff like that so that was something i had to work out with my boss but he was like completely understanding of it he was really really good about that actually yeah. so i got i got pretty lucky too with that that's absolutely insane <laughs> yeah that's, that's crazy <laughs> What do you, what have you like gained from just working those like, let's see, that's like 15 hours a day of just not being at home. Like, do you look back on that and just see it as something you did that makes you a little bit tougher? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm like, wait, how did you do that? <laughs> Cause, yeah. Cause like now, like, I mean, especially now, well also it's just like when it, it, right after that. So like right after my, I graduated, so I graduated in December of 2018. So after I graduated, I can't work that job anymore because I was no longer a student. Um, so once I graduated, I came home because I had my surgery. Um, it was like the week after I graduated, I had my surgery and I came home and it was like nothing. Like I went from like 15 hour days to literally sitting around all day doing nothing. And it was like, at first it was terrible. Um, and then I was just like, I got used to it a little bit. And then I went back to school. Um, I basically took an eight month break of, from school, which was nice because I got to be home after basically being at school for uh, four, four and a half years. Um, I got to be home with the, with my niece and nephews um, uh, for a while, for, for eight months. And then went back uh, to school till, well, I guess till what? what march because of the coronavirus so i went home for spring break and then never came back to school yeah. <laughs> this year so i've been home since then um and it's been nice to be you know to be finally back home because this is where i plan on being not quite exactly um but i plan on being in northeast ohio so i can be close to my family to be close to the kids um so i've been looking for jobs around here which makes it kind of a lot tougher especially right now <laughs> yeah when it's like it's like a lot of jobs, people are getting laid off and companies are freezing or slowing down hiring. And um, I don't really have any experience because I went from uh, being in school and a lot of places don't count school, like being or being a student worker as experience. And plus it's not programming. I wasn't doing any programming on the job. So it's been kind of tough trying to find stuff right now, but it's also been nice getting a break and being home again. So mm -hmm. And it's given me time to work on like the game programming and kind of just play video games too. <laughs> so. Yeah. What kind of games do you play? Um, I've, so like, I've been playing a ton of different games lately. Um, I, so like, I'm a, like, I'm a PC gamer. Um, mm -hmm. and I, like, I play, like I have a switch. I have like an Xbox too. Um, okay. uh, like, but mostly I play PC. Um, I started back when I was in high school, but, um, <laughs> Lately, what I've been playing is I've been playing, I just started it like probably like two and a half weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, Call of Duty Warzone. I started playing that because um, I get to play that with my 
my other brother, um, he lives in California. So like, I don't, I like, I've seen him probably like, I'd say less than 10 times since I was like 10 years old, maybe. Um, and I got to see him in CKLV um, cause he came to watch me at CKLV my freshman year um, in Vegas. That's the last time I seen him. So that was back in 2015. I haven't seen him in five years. Wow. Um, so I, I get to play brother? video games with, what's that? Is that an older brother? Yeah, he's my he's my oldest brother. So I have two brothers and two sisters. Okay. Um, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest of the five. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, so I get to play video games with him, and I, I don't get to do that often. So I've been playing that with him. I play a lot of, like, uh, indie games um, on Steam. Um, I've been playing – well, I play a lot of – I've played a lot of Rocket League. I still play that. That's on my rotation. Um, <laughs> I'm a, like, that's, like – that I pl- I have I was playing Smash Bros. I was playing Smite. Um, what else have I been playing? There's this game I just got. Uh, I was playing that with actually one of my uh, teammates from Kent. He's uh, he's in the army, but he's like stationed here in, right now because of everything going on. Um, so he doesn't really have much to do. So we would play video games. We played this game called Project Winter. Um, have you heard of? Have you played Mafia? Um, I've heard of it. I haven't played it though. Or Town of Salem or something like that. Like mm-hmm. any... I, or, uh... I pretty much just have a Switch and play like really basic games. What do you play? So, um, Just, I mean, lately just like Smash pretty much. Smash. Quarantine, <laughs> so. I've played, I've played, I've played Smash more, probably more than any game. Just because there's so many. Um, yeah. I've played and that... um, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, that's a good game. I just so I got it right. I got it right when it came out, and I'm terrible at finishing games. Um, and I got like, I had like 90 shrines, and like, um, I had like all the the beasts, divine beasts, and plus I had the DLC for like the the Master Sword. And I finally, I so like a couple months ago, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna beat this game. So I was like, but I'm not gonna beat it before I beat the Master Sword DLC. So I beat the Master Sword DLC. It took me forever because um, it's just so hard. And then I then I finally beat the game. And I was just, like, it's it's such a great game. It's an amazing game. Like I had like I think I had like 150 hours on it or something like that. Dang. Just because it's just it's just so huge. Like, and I didn't even complete everything. Like, not even close. You know. Yeah. I I played like 50 hours of it pretty much in the beginning of quarantine, and then <laughs> I have like really bad like ADHD or something. I can't play games more than 50 hours i guess then pretty much after that i just played smash and then i play fortnite just like to hang out with friends pretty much mm-hmm. but you know but, yeah, yeah i pretty much play warzone to playing out with my brother but uh i'm not very good i've been i've been getting better like i don't like i don't play i was the last shooter i played a lot of was fortnite and that's been it's been a couple years since i've played that so yeah yeah it's pretty much the same honestly but yeah um Okay, this is awesome. We got the gaming podcast going on. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my last question is, who do you got, Dake or Burroughs? Dake or Burroughs? Yeah, and um, why? See, okay, so I'll give you my perspective before I give you my answer first. That's fair. So going into this year with the trials, I was like, I was like, if Burroughs, if Burroughs takes this trials, he is the GOAT, like undeniably the GOAT. For me, for me at least, I know like people have arguments for John Smith, That's Bruce Hornberger, but fair enough, yeah, yeah, like fair enough. But like the 
level of competition and how stacked uh, stacked his weight class was going to be this year and the age he is and how long he's been going and how hard he's been going. It's just like crazy. Like the, just like the level of competition um, was it 74 kilos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the level of competition of 74 so. kilos is crazy. Um, but holding it off for another year, like I, I don't know. Like my, like my, my heart says Burroughs, but my mind says Dake. So yeah. if that's any type of answer, like, like I want, I really want Burroughs to win, but part of me is just like, man, Dake's ready. Dake's in his prime. Like Burroughs is kind of at the end of his prime. Um, I, I would bet that this is probably his last cycle. Um, I'm not like, I, I talk about like this, like I watch a ton of wrestling. I don't watch a ton of wrestling, um, but I am George Burroughs fan, but I, I think, I think I'll have to, as much as I want, as much as I want Burroughs to win, I think I'll say that next year, I think Dake will probably take it. See, that's a better answer than mine because I literally just change my mind every day and go back and forth. So. I will, like I like I want to like I want Burroughs win, but like like I said, my heart says Burroughs, but my mind like the logical part of me says like Dake. But I like I know way shape or form, and I'm not saying Burroughs can't win. I'm not saying that. I believe I 100 believe he can win. But oh, yeah. what, somebody has to win. Like that's the bottom yeah. line. Somebody is going to win when they wrestle, and that's it. <laughs> Do you, know? you do you know any of them like personally, or have you talked to any of them? No, I don't know any. Okay, I've, so, I mean, so I've there's no them. bias. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no there's no bias. I've I've uh, I've seen that I've seen them. I think I've I actually don't think I've seen uh, Burroughs in person. I've seen Dake in person because um, he was coaching Cornell at a tournament, but I don't think I've seen Burroughs in person. Um, but I've never talked to them. So okay, <laughs> awesome. I I love that. You you kind of have to like go into the details, otherwise it's just a right. Like I'm not, I'm not, I can't just give a straight answer because then I sound like a sound like a homer either way, you know. Yeah, but that's that's all I got for you today. So I appreciate you hopping on. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. And that is it for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, as a reminder, please make sure you're subscribed and leave it a rating and review. See ya.